hello everybody and welcome to our podcast. This is called the Late Night Date Night with Ashley and Jacob. We're going to go through a couple of random topics here, asking Ashley to hear some questions, seeing what she has to say about the matters, and see where we go from there. She's an interesting person, you know, has some comedy behind a lot of what she has to say. Well, let's see what she has to say right now about this. If you're wrongfully put into an insane asylum, and how would you convince them that you're actually sane and not just pretending to be sane? You're on the air. Live. Um, man. I mean, the question is, I feel like, what did I do to be even wrongfully put in there and how would I convince them that I am I mean I guess just you know, don't be eating your poop or anything like that you know, I can't well how is that going to convince anybody that's I said, don't be doing that you know the, you're fucking normal yes exactly just don't be doing that that's gross um I don't know I guess like be a top-notch citizen within there. I mean, how top-notch <laughs> citizen in the insane asylum. <laughs> how the hell did you get in there being a top-notch? Well, I mean, if they wrongfully put me in there, then okay. I mean, you could follow their program yeah, and get gonna, the fuck out. This little Andy Dufresne over here <laughs> doing people's taxes in the insane asylum. <laughs> That's right. With my ten-touch calculator. All right. Let's see, what else could we ask you? If Say you were at a business lunch and you ordered a rare steak and they brought it to you well done. What would you do in front of your colleagues? Would you bitch? Or would you just blow it off? Um, no, I would probably just blow it off. Bullshit. <laughs> you would bitch. You would have to say something. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, no. Oh my god, I can't believe how <clears throat> this tastes. No, I wouldn't because I mean I've actually that's actually happened before. In front of your colleagues. Well, yeah, when we've all gone out to like a business lunch before, okay. like they've sent out my stuff wrong, you know, and it's I mean as far as if it was just my meat being cooked wrong, whatever. And um, the only way that I would actually really say something is if it was too too raw because I personally don't like raw meat. So that's the only way, but if it was like, well done, okay, I would eat it and not even say anything. Just be like, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Well, what I've about you? Worse. I've seen worse, but... What about you? Well, no, I, I let it go. I usually do let it go because I try to be cog- you know, considerate of people who work in the food industry. And yes, you do. Hopefully, you know, they just didn't take a shit in my food, but... Well, sometimes I want to say something and then you don't let me. Well, that's what I'm saying is because if you're already complaining about it. But it's not it, for me. Well, no, if it's not for you, then I don't really give a shit then. Well, anyway, if Hollywood made a movie about your life, what would you like to see and who would you like to see play you as the lead role? Oh, God. Tom Middleton in a wig. <laughs> Are you are you saying I look manly? Oh man! What? Are you saying that for you? Yeah. You don't look manly. I'm just saying. You're too pretty for Tom Hiddleston to play you. Yeah, he's still my favorite actor. Let it go. 
time that a lot of girls you know are done doing their makeup like they can look like a completely different person and it's just like I mean I'm all for makeup I love makeup I wear makeup but like I stick more to a natural side of it and it's just like you know makeup is just supposed to enhance your beauty not change you from fucking Harriet to Whitney yeah. You know what I mean? I think a lot of dudes can agree with that. It's just, you know, I, I think just, a lot of people in general can. I, I don't know how a woman can live with herself doing that to people, but, you know, that's why makeup's out there, too. That's, it's like imposter. Who the fuck are you? Who you be? God, but it is crazy how you could do that from one night to the next morning. It's just like. Sophie B. Hawkins to just fucking hawk. <laughs> oh man, that's so wrong. But it's the truth. It could, be, it could very much well be the truth. And I honestly think that what it comes down to is like, especially for women, and everybody preaches it, but nobody really does it, is it just love yourself. Love yourself for who you are your flaws you may not like something about you but I mean it's part of who you are so just love yourself yeah nobody's thinking that though when they're getting ready to go out to the club and they're getting all dressed up listening to TLC and shit like that people still listen to TLC yeah, when no, they well, whatever I'm just saying you're just you're I'm just sh saying you're showing whatever your just saying okay so my turn okay go ahead in what way are you not similar to both your mom and your dad Oh man, that's a that's a tough question. Um Damn. What way are you not similar? Not similar. Not that's similar. I know that's what I'm thinking. Is like I would say, um, to the extent where I guess I would I feel like I'm a little bit more sociable than them. Not that it's good or bad, it's just it, I think I've been in a different environment to where I had to be more sociable and I've been put in the public eye more in a sense especially with DJing like you have to talk to people and really you meet you just meet people left and right with different you know trying to set up trying to you know get things right go to weddings you meet tons of people and their family you know and it's not typically the type of environment my mom and dad are used to being in so I guess I could see myself as being more outgoing in a public sense and that's how I'm not really like not like either one of them my really mom has done it though that's the thing I guess what it's hard to say is because my mom's gotten in front of people but I think it's gotten to the point where like with the DJing aspect like all the different family and people and people I had to just sit down and talk to and just make conversation and that's what's always been hard is just trying to make conversation with people you just don't know but I've been able to kind of thrive through it. 
How do you do that? Because I'm really not that I can't just go up and strike up a conversation uh, with somebody. It, it takes time. It takes practice. It takes, you know, some patience, too, because a lot of the time you're sitting at these events and people are drinking and, you know, they, they, they wouldn't even be talking to you if they were sober anyway. So, like, now that they're all loosened up and everything and then they can just say whatever they feel like to you and sometimes it's kind of like, you know, you're going too, a little too far there, buddy. <laughs> you get a little too comfortable and <laughs> too familiar. <laughs> so, that's where you got to kind of pull it back. But, you know, it's all a good, you know, good fun, I guess. Okay. <clears throat> What's the most enjoyable and least enjoyable thing you have to do on a regular basis? Oh, man. Go to the bathroom. I hate going to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it just takes time up and shit just to do some fucking wacky shit like take a crap and pee. Oh, my God. You know, I just... <laughs> you get sick of that shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. That's okay, and... What about the most enjoyable thing? The most enjoyable thing that I have to do all the time now is actually the kind of thing, hanging out with the family every day, even through work, through being at home. It's just, you know, it's kind of like a different time right now. And I feel like it gives you I enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, that's what I think. It's like I enjoy it for what it is. I at least realize what's happening in front of me, and I kind of appreciate it. So I think I enjoy that the most right now. We're, we're being we're being honest about these questions, right? Well, no. Are you a naturally jealous person? No, not anymore. I, I would say I used to be. And it was naturally that way, but now I feel naturally like I have more, way more, way more patience with shit like that than I used to. And so can I really say I'm naturally that way anymore, like where I really don't get that upset about shit like that? I see it so much as a waste of time now than anything. And in, in, in half the time, like, any time I ever felt like I was a jealous person, I always ended up making an ass out of myself to the point where, you know, I was wrong. So, why keep doing it, I guess I could say. Dang. And that's what kind of kept, it's like a dog hitting an electric fence. You kind of just don't do it after a while. And that's where I'm at now. It's like, I really don't bother too much with all that. Have you ever got jealous in, with me in any situation? I think, I don't, I don't know. I think there was a couple, but not even worth commenting on. What was the one that most, that bothered you the most? I don't know. You know, I just, I was leading into the crap I don't feel like talking about. Okay, so we're going to move on from there. And you want me to take it back now. Okay. Yep. Um... What happens in sitcoms, but never happens in real life? <laughs> Perfect hair every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth, man. I don't know, like, it was from my end, I mean, it doesn't get much different. You think so? No, well, look at me. <laughs> Go to bed, I wake up, what difference does it make? <laughs> Here I am. 
care what that made me think about. What? <laughs> when you were writing your report earlier and you were like, that's it. If it doesn't work this time, I'm going to walk <laughs> out. <laughs> when you walk out of your own house. Where are you going to go to? The bedroom? Yeah, nobody at work is going to give two shits because they don't know what you did anyway. <laughs> that's funny. So let's let's talk about some deep shit, like real deep shit. Mm, Lord. What's something you've always wanted to do, but just worried about people judging you for it? You know, like you ever wanted to just? No, I don't even want to say that. Cause... Yeah, um, go, go ahead. When I was younger, I always used to think, man, if I just lost like twenty pounds, I go and I'd be a stripper. I know you're gonna look at me crazy for that, but I didn't even. How did I know that was coming up? Why? I mean, you well, asked. I didn't say anything. I'm just saying, how did I know that was coming up? I mean, I... but then you always think about like the reality of things, and <laughs> I was never gonna lose those twenty pounds. <laughs> 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 oh man, <laughs> that's always. Shit. <laughs> it's a hindrance. Damn. <laughs> so what do you think about technology? Is it making us smarter or is it making it worse? I don't want to say that it's bad, but at the same time, I feel like it really... It really gives people more of a segue to be fake. To be fake in their life, to be fake um, in general. Um, you know, it, technology can solve a lot of problems, but it also causes a lot of problems with the same aspect of things. And <clears throat> it's good for some reasons. And just, I think that the main thing is like, it's blocking out the human component for one-on-one. Because you always have an electronic as a distraction. Like, it's always, a, it's, it's a constant distraction. You're looking at your emails. You're looking for somebody to text you. You're looking, you're waiting for that phone call. You're logged into your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram. Um, you're doing all that. And it's a constant distraction. Because if it's not your phone, you it's your iPad. If it's not your iPad, it's your laptop. If it's not your laptop, it's your computer. I mean, you know, what happened to where people would break out and actually, you know, do things rather instead of sit in front of a screen. Yeah. I see. I think everybody feels the culprit of that, but it's just the way life is, though. So let's switch this around now. What do you got? Who are four people, not in your family, you would take on an island with you. That are not in my family. That are not in your family. Um, probably Jeremy, Danny, Mike, and Jeremy Rowe. Like I read through some of these and I already know the questions to some the answers to some of these questions. 
That is even funny though. Anyway. What are four songs you like listening to and why? Oh my god, I'm just beer forever. Just four. Alright, well <laughs> well you're asking me about four songs. Well I'll talk tell you about four songs. I like to listen to November Rain from Guns N' Roses just because I think that was one of the first like real theatrical songs where I listened to it and actually saw the, the video to it and really could relate with like the whole thing and watching the funeral, the rain, you know. How did you relate to that though? It just, I don't know, because... Did you go to a funeral in the rain? No, before? it was more or less like the cold feeling, I think, that it discussed, like, talking about the cold November rain. Everything about it felt cold, in the sense that where you do feel that way when you are feeling in the rain. Like, you could literally just sit there and withstand the rain falling on top of you, but that coldness is what kind of makes you feel, I think, in a way, lonely. And... Once you're in that cold, you feel that way. And that's how it seemed like he felt after, you know, he had gone through all that and lost his wife in the video. And in the end, felt like, you know, he was losing his mind. And there's also that song and another song called Coma. That was by Guns N' Roses that I liked listening to. And it was 10 minutes long. I think it was almost even 11. Or something. Good Lord. And they literally played music the whole song. So it wasn't like, oh, they played for six or seven minutes. And then there was this dead spot between that and like the 55th minute of the fucking CD. But there was really like 11 minutes of music going on the whole time. And it, it seemed like about a man who was living a tragic life and knew that he needed to turn shit around. And by the end of the thing, he realized he'd been sitting in a coma just fighting to get out, knowing that he wanted to be alive again, to live the life that he just hated and regretted in the past. So a lot of these things kind of make you just think about life in general. But two more songs I would say is... Um, I like listening to Closer by Nine Inch Nails. Although it's a very fucked up song, I like just listening to the music of it because there's so many different beats and synthesis to it. It's just, it was new to me when I first heard it and it wasn't anything like I ever heard before. But it wasn't something I could ever just go and just show my mom and dad, like, hey, listen to the song. Like, it sounds really crazy. Like, and at the very end, he plays like this broken keyboard, it sounds like, but he talks about fucking like an animal the whole time. So, <laughs> you really can't just, hey, show them that. And then, it's hard to just label four songs, but this is like the first four songs, I guess, that are popping into my mind while I'm thinking about the question right now, but then there's perfect, The Perfect Drug by Nine Inch Nails. I liked listen, watching that video, too, just because of how abstract it was as a song and how many times I remixed it into different beats and there were so many drum and bass songs that got remixed out of it. But music at that time just didn't sound like anything else. Like during the 90s. I like agree. When they came out with industrial music like that and Marilyn Manson and Iron Snails, like all of that was just completely new and interesting to me. So 
that is my poor song. So. I think I liked music back then just because it had more content to it. Yeah. Like it had, you know. Like I said, like I'm saying, it was like it was compounded in so many different beats and synthesis. There was so much going on that it just made this different sound that you don't really hear anymore. I agree. Music is just not the same anymore. Yeah, it's so. Someone challenges you to scream one word at the top of your lungs. What word do you choose? <laughs> what the hell? I don't know why, but like the first word that just came to mind had to be a cuss word. And I was like, that's wrong. Like, can't you come up with something better than shit? You want to know what popped to my mind? What? If. If. <laughs> but... First word that came to my mind was a cuss word, yeah. and it was tied between shit and fuck. And I was like, "Why did it have to be either one of those? Why can't it just be like, hey, or you know, love, or some bullshit like that?" Yeah. But because that is just where your mind. Goes. I think most of the time, because when you're going to do any of that type of shit, like where you're yelling or screaming, it just needs to exuberate one thing in one word. It's usually a cuss word, like shit or fuck, fuck, shit. In your case, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. That's like three words, see, but... Let's go. Talking about one. Anyways. Oh, man. So, that's crazy. And I like to be scrolled. There's like 20 more categories. Well, dang. So, like, we're going to talk about some parenting questions now. Oh, Lord. So, um... Let's see. How different... Are you, as a parent, from your parents? Oh, man. I'm... Ever since my nieces have been young, they always, honestly, everybody referred to me as a drill sergeant. That is just how, because, like, like, I always tell my nieces when they were younger, they had to act a certain way, and they needed to make sure that they minded their manners, because, you know, like, they're part of the family, and you don't want them to grow up. And... I held that strong for a really long time, but it's like when it's your own kids and you're dealing with your own kids, like things kind of change. However, the way my parenting style that is different from my, my parents is that I am way more strict. My parents were strict on me to a certain extent, especially when I got older, but when I was younger, they tend to let me get away with stuff just because I was the baby. And sometimes I look back on some the way that I acted and I just know that if I was my parent I would want to just knock me in the back of my head <laughs> so I try to be more strict with my girls and I try to talk things out with them and you know let them know that they're messing up and you know I would hope that if anything at all that they would realize you know what I better make the right choice because if not I'm gonna have to hear mom bitch at me if anything just to simply help themselves out in that so I don't have to waste my breath so I'm a lot more strict on my kids than my parents were on me being the ages that they are at right now hmm. Interesting. so um, in what ways do you see yourself in your children Leilani, she's 
she's very meticulous about things and things have to be a certain way for your rhyme or your reason and I used to be so much like that when I was younger like she trips me out sometimes because she'll do something and I'm like and it's like stupid because it's just like okay like if we go somewhere like she wants her hair combed that is totally mom that is just me and with Unaleska, Unaleska is really tough because she is a lot like me. That girl has a mouth on her, like no tomorrow, and she likes to argue. And I don't know, I don't think that I like to argue, but when she's trying to be a smart ass, I can see myself in that sense because she wants to be right and she has to have the last word. And I don't think I'm necessarily like that anymore, but like, especially when I was younger, like, it's the mother's curse. It's the mother's curse by telling you. And I don't think it happens to, to boys, but you're going to have a kid just like you. And sure enough, you have one that really tests your patience. It really makes you think like, did I really annoy my parents that bad when I was little. Yeah. So, um, here's one thing I think that a lot of people like us run into, but how does becoming a parent affect your friendships? Um, For me, it really didn't affect a whole lot because I don't have a whole lot of friends. And it's like, I've never really been one to really go out and go partying or anything. Like, I've always kind of been a homebody anyways. So it's really not that much different for me. It's just, you know, especially like when the girls were little and stuff, sometimes I would rather just stay at home than go out. And... So it really didn't affect, I mean, my, my friends understand, you know, we all have families, we all get it. Yeah, I guess. Um, so, um, let's switch it up now. What do you got now? Yeah. Hmm. Would you rather be able to implant thoughts or feelings inside people? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think I'd probably have to put some thoughts into some people because sometimes it just don't seem like they're there. Feelings are always there. Emotions are always there in people. But thoughts, I don't know, sometimes wave goodbye to some people. So, yeah, there's my answer. What do you value most in life? Uh, family. Pretty much it for me. Well, 
if one day he woke up and the world was removed of all selfishness, where would you notice it first? For you, where would you notice it first? Where would it impact you? If selfishness wasn't around anymore? Yeah. If one day you woke up and the world was removed of all selfishness, where would you notice it first? On TV. Think so? You have to hear about the changes in the world and you know, see more how it's impacted initially, but where do you even get to that level of TV? And if it did, then maybe it's happening. So, yeah. What do you most regret in life? Uh, I don't know, just... Knowing what I know now, I wish I knew back when I was younger, but I think a lot of people suffer through that. It's not something that you can change, but... You know, I just wish, you know, I could have been a little bit smarter as I was younger. I think that's all of us. Um, well, you know, I think we're hitting that time right now. It's about to wrap it up. Probably continue on with another episode here shortly, but, you know, for the rest of the night, I hope everybody has a good night and stay safe out there. Thank <laughs> you.